96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, and with me in the studio this week is a very special guest. Doug Ray is actually with us after a little (laughs) bit of a hiatus. Doug, welcome back, sir. It's good to be back, and I'll tell you what, you guys did such a great job in my absence, I I was considering just retiring this microphone for good. Retiring the job but keeping the microphone, yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we we certainly missed you, and glad you're back. Uh, you were uh, you were away in Ireland and uh, got called away a little bit longer than, uh, than yes. you had anticipated. But you're you're back here now, so welcome back. And I thought it would be since uh, we hadn't had you on your own show here for a while that it was, and all things considering what's going on in the markets, I thought we might want to start off this uh, first segment here with talking about what we've been seeing going on in the market. So we're gonna that's going to be our subject here for the first segment. A, a lot of interesting activity has been happening in the markets. But of course, before we do that, we want to do our Wealth Guardian Service Salute. So every week, we're honored to thank our military, our first responders, and their families for their sacrifice in serving our community and making our safety and freedom their mission. So each week we want to salute a specific individual. So if you know someone we should recognize, please email our team at salute at thewealthguardians.com, and we will be in touch. And this week we would like to introduce Army Major Scott Bethune. Scott, hope you're out there listening, because uh, your parents, Ricky and Chris Bethune, want you to know that they are very proud of you. And Scott was born in North Carolina and served in Iraq in the medical division, assisting those injured by roadside bombs. After leaving the service, Scott earned his Ph.D. in physical therapy and now works in King in a private practice. He lives locally in Pilot Mountain and is the son of proud parents Ricky and Chris Bethune. So, Scott, thank you very much for your service. We appreciate it. And uh, Doug, thank you for your service. And of course, Garrett's over here in the studio as well. Garrett, thank you for your service and everybody else out there as well. And just remember, if you know someone who has served and would like them honored on our show, please email us at salute at thewealthguardians.com. Having said all that, Doug, let's go ahead and get started on this week's topic. What has been going on in the market and should people be concerned or taking action? Well, as you know, I have been saying that uh, we're in a bear market and uh, still believe that. We started this thing uh, January the 4th. We topped out. And um, if you look back in history, usually a year that ends in two in any decade is a rough and tumble year. Is that right? Yeah. And and this one's starting to prove that uh, to be... uh, Exactly it the is. case. It is. I wasn't aware of that fact. So okay. we had, uh, starting in January, we had an A wave down, a B wave up, and then a final C wave into the uh, May uh, 20 low. Okay. Uh, since then, we've been in a corrective bear market rally, which could uh, potentially give us a little bit more upside. Some of these bear market rallies can be so strong, people will think that, hey, you know, we're out of it. Right. Bottom set, and we're ready to go back up. You're even hearing some of the talking heads mentioning that. Have we already seen the worst of it, and we're already in a recovery now? But bear markets love to play the fool. Yes. Both on the the bullish investor and, and the bearish. bearish investor. Right. So you really have to watch these bear market rallies uh 
very closely, especially if you're trying to play the downside. Um, so when could this rally phase end? That's a good question. Uh, looking at the technical analysis of it, uh, typical bear market rallies retrace 61.8% of the leg down, which is a phi number. Um, a phi? A phi? P-H-I. Not, okay. not pi. Everybody's familiar with pi from right. geometry, right? Right, but phi Phi number. is a very significant uh, ratio. And, uh, and we don't have enough time to talk about it, but honestly, you ought to Google it because it's fascinating. Okay. Um, but 61.8% uh, retrace would put us somewhere uh, about the 40... 300 area 4400 area on the s&p 500 and when could that end when could that rally phase in well there's something called a bradley model turn date oh my goodness that's scheduled for june the 7th so we could see a, a, a turn to the downside starting around the you know the second week of, of june oh, it's just right around the corner yeah and you know none of this obviously is written in stone right, right. Uh, it's just based on uh, history and, and theories and so forth but uh, if it plays out like that then the next wave down is a c wave which is a significant wave lower it'll take us below the may 20th lows pretty substantially okay and that's what bear markets are they are basically stair steps down a wave followed by b wave up by c wave down okay boom to boom to boom when will it all end we haven't seen what's called the capitulation stage yet talk about that that's when everybody says okay it's over i'm done i'm out of here capitulation that typically, when, when you have human emotion get involved, it's always at the bottom. People always sell at the bottom. And then you start the next bull market up. Okay. Now, here's the good news. Years that end in three in a decade typically are bull market years. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this capitulation that you're talking about, does that have anything to do with the odd lot theory? Talk about that for a moment. Well, odd lot theory, not not so much anymore. Uh, back in the day, when I got started as a stockbroker, you, you bought shares basically on even lots or hundred round lot shares. Right. Uh, odd lots were like uh, you know buying twenty five or thirty two shares. That was your smaller investment. Yeah, and, but but nowadays, you know, that, that's easy to do. Back when I started, it was a flat commission, two percent in, two percent out. Okay, and there was an odd lot surcharge, so people that uh, bought odd lots paid more than really they should okay uh but really it has nothing to do with okay. uh, the bull and bear markets so i know that that was in the past that was a way that the bigger investors looked to see what the smaller investors were doing understanding the smaller investors were acting on emotions so therefore when the when the smaller investors were buying yeah. these smaller lots okay well now it's time for the bigger investors to be selling or vice versa right okay right. so that doesn't have too much to do with this no nowadays what we're looking at more is fear in the market which is measured by something called the vix okay and uh typically when everybody is uh you know fat dumb and happy the vix is low somewhere around 10 11 12 okay uh, it can spike like in 2008 all the way up to the 90 area Huh. Uh, that's fear. That's real fear in the market. So for capitulation to occur, you need to see a really high VIX. Okay. I mean, a big spike up. All right. Do we know what the VIX number is sitting at these days? You know, I have to go check for you, but I'd say right now it's probably somewhere around 20. Okay. All right. And it's been probably as high as 30-something, you know, oh, okay. a few weeks ago. Okay. All so right. we're nowhere near 90. 
We're not anywhere near 90. Okay, no. well, that's, that's good news there, at least. If you are just joining us, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians, and we're talking about what Doug is seeing happening in the markets these days. Uh, and Doug, you've been talking about uh, the VIX and uh, capitulation and some of these A waves and B waves and C waves that we've been seeing happening. But I do want to mention a new survey from BMO Harris uh, Bank. And this was interesting to me. This uh, came across my desk this morning. And this survey found that 25% of pre-retirees are now putting off retirement due to one thing inflation. And on top of that, 21% are saving less for retirement. They are admittedly saving less for retirement than they were a year or two years ago due to these price hikes and due to what they see happening in the stock market. Either they can't afford to save for retirement as they were, or they just don't want to right now because they don't want to put their money into the market because of the craziness they see going on. But that would lead us to talk about the seminars that we've got coming up. Yeah, good idea, Bryce. You know, we're, we're doing a seminar series coming up here shortly. Uh, Bryce will give you the dates and the details, but it's called Retirement in Turbulent Times. Very appropriate for this time. We did this back in February, right after the market broke, and it was well, well, well received. You know, we're going to talk about having downside protection in your portfolio. So times like we have right now, you absolutely need to have that downside protection, and we'll show you how we do it for our clients. You know, I've never believed in buy and hold, especially for retirees or pre-retirees. Agreed. These bear markets will kill you if you're retired, if you're a buy and hold person. Or if you're about to retire. Exactly. Right. So we do have those seminars coming up. In fact, Doug, we did these earlier in the year when the market was just first starting to get a little tumultuous. and. We thought, well, you know, seeing what the market has continued to do, let's go ahead and do this seminar again just a few months later. So we've got them coming up here on uh, Thursday, June 9th at 6.30 p.m., and then again Tuesday, June 14th at 6.30 p.m. Both of these are uh, in our building at the Broyhill in Clemens. You do not have to pay to attend these, but you do have to register. And to register, you give us a call at 336-391-391. 3409. That's 336-391-3409. Let us know your, your name and that you're coming, and we'll make sure we've got a seat for you. If you don't want to call, you can also uh, go to our website, thewealthguardians.com, and hit on the uh, events tab and register that way. But again, it's Thursday, June 9th, and Tuesday, June 14th, one or the other of those, at the uh, classic uh, Broyhill building in Clemens. All right. Having said that, Doug, it's time for our trivia question before we take a break here. Are you ready? Oh, I miss this terribly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Garrett didn't do too bad in your absence. Yeah, he was. Uh, I'm going to bring it back over here. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to do you a favor. We're going to uh, bring it around to a topic you might be a little familiar with, and that's uh, aeronautics. So, uh, Doug, on June 3rd, 1973, the world's first supersonic airliner the Soviet-made TU-144 disintegrated in midair during the 1973 Paris Air Show. 14 people aboard died. I think that was the entirety of the crew. What was the nickname for this plane? And I have no idea what that look on Doug's face means, but we will find out after we come back from the break. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. 
96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Doug Ray. In this segment, we're going to be talking about getting out of your own way, secret to retirement success. And before we get to that, and before we get to the trivia question, I've got a question for you like I have every week at this exact time. Are you five to seven years from retirement? If you are, do you want to confirm that you're making the best decisions for retirement? I would hope you answered yes to that second question if you answered yes to the first one. Well, I've got good news for you then. We here at the Wealth Guardians offer you a no cost, no obligation, second review so you can learn to retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball is in your court. You have to reach out to us. We don't know how to reach out to you. And it's very easy. You pick up that telephone device that you've got and you punch in these numbers, 336-391-3409. It's as easy as that, 336-391-3409. Doug Garrett, myself, would love to sit down with you and see what services and help we can provide in helping you retire that job and keep the paycheck. And like I said, no cost, no obligation. What have you got to lose? Now, Having said all that, let's see what Doug's got to lose when we get to the trivia question for the week here. Doug, are you ready? No. (laughs) (laughs) You had a lot of time to relax, and I'm giving you a question right up your alley here. Doug, on June 3rd, 1973, the world's first supersonic airliner, the Soviet-made TU-144, disintegrated in midair. It didn't just crash. It fell apart. I watched the video this morning. It basically just fell apart in midair during the 1973 Paris Air Show. 14 people aboard died. What was the nickname for this plane, the TU-144? I am drawing a complete blank. Is that right? I am. Ah, I hate to hear that. So maybe you need an extra week here or so to, to recover and whatnot. But the nickname of this was the Concordski. Oh, okay. The Concorde. <laughs> the play off the Concorde. The play off the Concorde, exactly. It was nicknamed after the Concorde, which had its maiden flight six months after the TU-144. The Concorde stayed in service for 30 years, while the Concorde ski was retired in 1978 after, get this, after only six months of service, 102 commercial flights, but of those 102 commercial flights, only 55 of them actually carried passengers. All right, are you ready for now to yeah, talk about that? Yeah, okay. let's do this. So let's talk about secrets to retirement success, getting out of your own way. Now, there is plenty of external factors that often negatively influence our chances of having a successful retirement. But far too often, Doug, and you'll be able to attest to this, this I can attest to this, failure comes from within. So in this segment, we'll talk about some of the common ways people get in their own way when it comes to retirement planning and financial planning. So the first one we're going to talk about, Doug, is allowing fear or greed to cause you to buy or sell at the wrong time. Yeah, typical human emotion. You know, we touched on this in the first segment. We did. Uh, It's the fear factor that uh, makes people typically sell at the wrong time, which is close to the bottom. It's the greed component that makes people buy at the wrong time, which is near the top. Okay. You see that constantly. And, you know, I've been in this business 34 years, and there's I've just come to believe there's just no way other than just pure out educating our clients to offset this for most people. They're always going to do it because we're always human. 
Yes. And we give in to fear and greed. We do. And when somebody sees their portfolio going up, up, up to up, like they have the last 14 years, they're elated. You know, they get greedy. They want more. Then all of a sudden, the markets go down and they're going, oh, my gosh, what's going on here? You know. They think they have this God-given right to double-digit returns every year, and the market says, uh-uh, no, you don't. <laughs> and, uh, you know, reality sets in then. Right. Then you have the fear factor. Right. And that, that greed and fear are two driving factors in, in all of human nature, not just when it comes to investing. But when it comes to investing, that could certainly be one of the uh, more detrimental areas when it comes to our finances, that, that, uh, that those emotions uh, guide us. So you really want to make sure that you are making your financial decisions based on sound numbers. And that's why Doug is a, a, a statistical analyst when it comes to the market. He's been doing this for years. But people who do that and know what they're looking at when they look at the charts are investing based off of data and not off of emotions, and that's how we would encourage anybody else out there to do that as well. So that's the first one on our list. Doug, the next one is making bad investment choices in an effort to save money on taxes. Yeah, this is another one I've seen for 34 years, too. Look, none of us like to pay taxes. Let's just admit it. Okay, we're all in the same boat I there. don't like paying them, but you have to, right? Yep. Listen, here's the thing about paying taxes on an investment. You made some damn money. Yes. You know? Right. Think about that. You made money. You're going to have to give the government, what, 20% of it maybe? If you owe Uncle Sam money, that means you made money. Yeah. We've got a client right now who three years ago, true story, folks, he put uh, about $100,000 in a mutual fund. And I'm not going to tell you which mutual fund it is, but it's a high beta fund. And it darn near doubled on him. Okay, but guess what? He's lost all of his gain in this bear market. He was afraid to sell, as we advised him to do at the first of the year, because he was going to have to pay tax on it. Well, now he's lost all of his gain. There's no taxes. Well, to now be he paid. does no taxes, so he's or, happy, right? Yeah, <laughs> no. he's back to even, but he's about to lose some more. So he's gone from a double rate of return. Right. To back to even right. with the potential to go in the hole right? because of fear of paying taxes. And this is only really uh, uh, happens when it comes to non-qualified accounts. People don't have this concern when it's IRAs or Roth accounts because you don't have to pay right. when buying and selling in those accounts. But, Doug, a, a common place that we see this is on inherited accounts. Somebody inherits mm. some money and they just don't want to sell those things. You know, there's a little bit of other factors in there, too. But, but uh, we see it on a couple of different types of accounts, but not so much IRAs and Roths. All right, very good. Let's move on to our third one. And this is leaving too much money in cash for too long because you procrastinated instead of actively decided what to do with it earlier on. And Doug, I'll tell you, uh, we use, when we sit down during our planning process with somebody and we're going through, one of the things that we do in our second meeting is we analyze their current portfolio. And one of those analyses that we put their portfolios through is a risk allies analysis. And that assigns their current portfolio risk score from 1 to 100. And when we were doing this for the first couple of years, the lowest score that you and I had seen on somebody's current portfolio was a 28. That means that they were taking pretty low risk with their mm, current portfolio. Yep, right. You can have a risk score of 1, but you'd have to have all of your money in the bank to do that. Well, that was for the first couple of years. But now what the market has been doing... We have seen no shorter than no fewer than four people come in to us just in the last couple of months 
with risk scores, risk, risk scores of one on their current portfolio, which means they have moved all of their money into the bank. We hadn't seen this one, two, three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it repeatedly now. So that's, I just wanted to bring that up with uh, leaving too much money in cash for too long. If you're keeping money in cash right now, what's the problem with it right now, Doug? Well, you're losing to inflation. To inflation. Yeah. You know, procrastination is a human element. We all have some tendencies towards procrastination. Right. But, again, it goes back to, you know, when is the right time to put the money back in the market? Most people don't know that. Uh, I've often said Wall Street never rings a bell at the top of the market. They never ring the bell at the bottom of the market. Right. So there is a point in time where you're going to have to figure out when to put the money in the market. Yes. Nobody's ever going to put it in the market at the exact bottom, and you're not going to take it out at the exact top. But your goal is to try to capture that chunk in between. As much of the upside and as little as the downside as possible. And that's what we help our clients do. You know, That's why we're not believers in buy and hold. We want to capture that chunk in between. We want to have the stop-loss provisions. The procrastination is there. And, uh, you know, again, it's something that we have to educate our clients and our our future clients about. Exactly. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians. And in this segment, we're talking about getting out of your own way, the secret to retirement success. And, Doug, all of these things that we've been talking about, fear and greed, bad investment choices, trying to avoid taxes, keeping money too long in cash – all of these are mistakes that people would make under normal market conditions. But right now, we have very volatile market conditions. I'm sure that's not news to anybody out there listening. But these problems get exacerbated even more so when the market is not acting normal. And the market's not acting normal right now. Because of that, we've got some seminars that we're putting on coming up here. And, uh, Doug, we did these seminars. It's called uh, uh, Retirement in Turbulent Times. And we have done these seminars previously in the year, but we looked at each other and said, you know, let's go ahead and do this same seminar again. We just did it a couple of months ago, but it was very relevant for the time back then. It's very relevant for the time now. And uh, this is uh, the seminar, Retirement in Turbulent Times, Retirement Success in Turbulent Times, is uh, happening on Thursday, June 9th at 6.30 p.m. And then again on Tuesday, June 14th. You don't have to attend both. You can just attend one or the other at 6.30 p.m. And that's in uh, our Broyhill building in Clemens. You don't have to pay to attend, but you do have to register. And the best way to register is to give us a call at 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. You can also reach out to us uh, via the interweb. Uh, Go to our website, thewealthguardians.com, and click on the events tab, and you can register that way. But we'd love to see you attend that and uh, see if uh, there's some good advice that we can give you on retirement success in turbulent times. Doug, we've got just enough time for one more here, Mm -hmm. and that's overthinking every decision to the point that you never make any decision at all. And this is so popular, so common that we have a nickname for this. Yeah, we do. And, uh, you know, a lot of this actually really sits in one profession I've, I've learned over the years. Yes, yes. And, and that, uh, in all deference to, to you engineers, I love you, but you can overthink this way too much. My son is an engineer. He's a civil engineer. And, uh, you know, you guys, you have to get things right because in your world, everything has to be one and one equals two. In our world, it's not always two. Sometimes it's three. Sometimes it's four. So that drives engineers crazy. Yes. But you can't overthink 
in this business. And we call it paralysis by analysis. analysis. You know that you have to make some changes, but the whole decision of analyzing things to the point where, well, I can't make sense of this or there's still one more question I've got to ask. I'm just not going to do anything. And then the turbulent times hit you and you've lost money in the market. And that is another big one. Puts them in their own way from making the right decisions in retirement. Well, I'm glad you made the right decision by joining us today here on the Wealth Guardian Show. Unfortunately, we're out of time. We do look forward to seeing you here next week. Same time, same channel. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB.